Hey, good morning or hello, everybody. Welcome back to Positively Influential with me, Anna Parker Naples. Today, we're actually talking a little bit, not a little bit, we're talking a lot about trauma and how we store trauma and how we can release trauma, recover from trauma, and how it might be affecting us in ways we've never considered. To put you in in the picture of where I am, I am in the middle of the countryside somewhere, surrounded by football pitches, and very shortly I will be grabbing a cup of tea, putting my bobble hat back on, and going and watching my son play a match um, in the countryside. So that's my morning, and um, he gives me permission to sit in the car while he does his warm-up. So that's what where I am, that's what I'm doing. The reason that I'm talking about this today is that as I'm designing, um, it's already designed, but as I'm creating the content for Influential Breathwork Coach Certification, there are areas that I'm, I'm diving much more deeply into in terms of how I then am communicating and teaching information to the participants. If you're interested in that course, we are now making it evergreen. So that means you can join at any point that you decide that you want to. Uh, so if you want to go check that out, the link is beneath this, uh, wherever you're listening to this today. So I've been reading. It starts, it didn't start with you by a chap called Mark Wallin. And this follows on really from a lot of the reading that I've done by um, Bessel van der Kolk, who, uh, and, uh, who wrote um, The Body Holds the Score, and also Waking the Tiger by Peter Levine, who are some of the, the kind of world renowned experts in trauma and how we are processing or not processing properly what trauma is. So very, very brief little introduction to what trauma might be, because you might be thinking, I've never been through any trauma because, you know, my parents didn't get divorced. I've never had a major car crash. Well, actually, we all experience trauma and trauma can be those massive, massive big events. And they're referred to as big T trauma. But trauma is also little t trauma, which are the events that happen to us that our body, our mind can't quite process. We're not ready for. And that could be something that happened in your uh, early development, or it could be uh, an event that um, was shocking or you felt unhappy about or you had an emotional reaction to. And for whatever reason, you're your mind, your subconscious, your memory isn't able to integrate that uh, in the way that it usually would. And these, so that's kind of events within your own life. There is also then um, events that are, that happen to you in your, your early stages of development. So particularly before the age of seven or, or even before the age of three. There is a type of trauma that can happen during your birth, the actual process of coming out into the world and that that kind of um, the impact of what happens to you there can lead to st- st- trauma that is then stored in your body. And when things are stored in your body, it is known as somatic somatic storage or that something has been somatic. Somata- How do I say this? You have had a process of somatization. I think that's how we say it. So 
there's also trauma that can happen to you whilst you are in pre-birth. So in that gestation period where you're in your mother's womb and you are hearing and sensing um, and having chemical reactions to things that are happening in and around your mother's body. Then we have a layer of inherited family trauma, which is what Mark Wallen is the leading expert in. And this can come to us through story of things that happen to our parents. Um, this could be some level of epigenetics, things that are carried through the DNA or from the mother in terms of um, stress hormones that she's carrying. This could also be subconscious patterning from things that you've heard and then not really fully understood. There's then levels of um, inherited family tra trauma that are from the wider family. So not necessarily your parents, it could be your grandparents, it could be another member of the family, something serious has happened to them and there's this, this the, the story or it's not been processed by other parts of your family. And it can come out in in you and your behaviours and your thinking or your inability to respond in um, what might be deemed a, a normal way. That intergenerational thinking goes back eight generations of your your family line, your family history. Now, of course, that's a lot of people that are on those eight eight generations back on both your maternal and paternal side there's a lot of stuff we're carrying there and then we look at ancestral trauma ancestral patterns ancestral beliefs um, and that is you know your what's come down your family line but that is much further back so for example I know on this podcast I've talked before about the impact of the witch hunts in Europe and how 25 years later I believe that we still have these repercussions and we see when when there's been uh, animal testing done on rats that they see 25 generations, This the trauma behaviours can still exist. Not that I'm advocating um, animal testing. However, that was part of the research that was done. And then when we look at energy work and anything on the spiritual spectrum we're also looking at the potential of past lives so have you lived a life where something in particular happened has your soul retained some of that information and interestingly enough when we're looking at this in terms of neuro-linguistic programming in NLP and in hypnosis it's not necessarily that you have to believe you've had a past life it might be that your brain your subconscious has uh, parceled up some information as though it were a past life. So it almost doesn't matter to me <laughs> um, that whether you do believe you've had past lives or whether your brain is telling you a story of a past life. You are still able to delve into some of that, the belief, some of that memory, in inverted commas, and begin to process it in a, a much better way. So what is, what is somatic storage then? What is a somatic therapy? What, what are we talking about? Well, when we have a, an event or, or a, a series of events that um, links together, it can cause an emotional distress that is expressed as a physical symptom. 
Now, when we're young or we're in the womb or something really serious has happened, our, our, often our, our prefrontal cortex, the front parts of our brain, the more modern parts of our brain, almost shut off because we've gone into fight or flight response. And so the, the older parts of our brain, the mammalian parts or the reptilian parts of our brain that were much earlier stages in our human development, don't have the wording, don't have that consciousness in terms of cognition to fully frame what has happened. And so what happens is that these, these events get stored in a somatic way, either as a short-term memory or a long-term memory. And these often happen at moments of, of distress or stress. And in animals, we see that when they have a fight or flight response, sometimes they might even go into freeze response. And after the freeze response, if you imagine a deer was about to be attacked by, let's say, a lion, uh, after it had played dead and the lion had disappeared, then what you would see is after that period of absolute rigidity of the body, because they've gone, they, their body have shut down in some way, when they then began to move again, they have a natural twitching. And that natural twitching actually is helping to integrate this moment so that they can get on and lead their natural lives. Now, as humans, we don't tend to have that response very, uh, uh, as often. I mean, you might find that something stressful happens, you need to shake out your body and you don't know why. But in somatic therapy or anything involving somatic release, what we're doing is bringing awareness and focus to what's happening in your body, to a physical sensation that might not make sense or an ailment that might not make sense, but it's there because your body has retained uh, a memory that it doesn't necess- hasn't had in the past the words for. Now, when we, through somatic therapy, which could be breath work, which could be deep body work, which could be um, crying, which could be tapping or emotional freedom technique is a, a kind of hybrid between somatic and energy work, then you might find um, a release through laughing, through crying, your body might twitch or tremble. Your breathing patterns might change and there might be a softening to your muscles, particularly around your jaw, your neck, your shoulders, where our bodies are naturally holding a lot of tension. And often it can actually be um, a relaxation of uh, muscles within your gut, just feeling like everything's softened. So what we can find with somatic therapy is that it's a massive release of stress you didn't necessarily have the wording for, but your body has got hold of it. And it's maybe caused things like headaches or migraines or um, irritable bowel syndrome or some abdominal issues. And actually, by having some somatic release, not only are you unlocking yourself from having repeated patterns, which is how your subconscious is then um, helping you react in particular patterns that you might have seen in the past or that your body has created as a protection mechanism, you're actually then able to release yourself from those patternings and from the holding of that, me- that memory somatically so that it can be reintegrated into proper, inverted commas, um, storage within your brain and leave you feeling 
and being freer physically, mentally and emotionally. So this stuff's really interesting. And I know that through all of my studies that I've done over the years in terms of coaching and subconscious work and reprogramming and then energy work where we look at um, a little bit more about what have we what have we taken on ancestrally what have what past lives we had and from a spiritual level looking at are there oaths or obligations ties contracts that we've bought into at a at a soul level potentially that can be cut and you'll often hear in the more spiritual side of things people talking about cutting the cords and that's what they're talking about how can you break those bonds and what I love is that there's this body of work that's encompassing all of those and it's absolutely fascinating. So my question for you to ponder today as I'm sharing that is what are you holding on to that's not actually your story? What beliefs are you carrying that maybe came from something your mum believed? Where did she get that belief from? What are you holding on to that you know isn't healthy, but you don't know how to change? And what are you holding on to in your body that if you were to release it, you'd feel so much better? And this is one of the things we do with breathwork all the time. It's called felt sense. So first of all, how can you close your eyes? Not, not if you're driving, not if you're out, but how can you close your eyes and just become aware through the breath what areas of tension there are? Is there something in your neck? Is there a fizziness at the back of your scalp? Is there a sensation in your chest or around your heart or in your abdomen? And if there are sensations there, what do they look like? What do they feel like? What's the sensation? Is there an emotion t- attached to them? Is there, a, is there a story attached to them? And whose story is it? Now, in breath work, we can start to release this. And for me, it's so powerful when we do. Like, I've never experienced anything that shifts me as much as this work does. And when we can layer it on with the subconscious work and the energy work, then wow, this really makes a difference. But what I want to say with all, with trauma work, with healing work, with subconscious and limiting belief work is that it's not one and done. You can have an experience that blows your mind and you feel like, my God, I'm, I'm, I'm back to how I'm supposed to be or maybe I'm the way I'm supposed to be for the first time in my life. But then this is like layers of the onion. We peel away and we peel away and the healing job almost is never done. But you can have sense of completion with each layer that you, you work through. So if you've not ever stopped to think about why you behave in a particular way or the beliefs you have about your family as a whole, the stories that were told to you or weren't told to you, but you understood something serious had happened within your family from the things that weren't said, from the the physicality of people around you, from the tensions that are being held around you, that are during your lifetime, before you arrived, at your point of arrival, and also the stories from before you. What do they represent in your life? And how are you holding those in your body? And I think when we start to understand this stuff, and there is a much greater awareness of, of somatic release, 
there is a much greater understanding that it's not all in the mind. We have this body, mind, spirit connect. It's often referred to as the body, mind. Then I think that this this space of therapy, which in the past has been purely, had been purely talking therapy, we now understand it's much more than that in order to have great sense of freedom and changing limitation. So I will be talking a little bit more about that over on my TikTok over the on the next few weeks. So I have now done 20 videos over the space of about 10 days, which hasn't been easy because I've been quite unwell with a cold. However, one of those videos has had 32,000 views, even though at that point when it started, I only had 100 followers. I'm uber keen to get to a thousand followers on there because that means that I can then be, start sharing links and it become much more useful for talking about this podcast, talking about um, the breath work and the breath exercises. So if you're on t- TikTok, go follow me now. If you're not on TikTok, create an account and go follow me now. So I'm at Anna Parker Naples. Um, so you can come find me that way. And the other thing I want to let you know about is something I'm really excited about. Um, So I've been wanting to host a retreat for a long, long time, but I had a bit of, I had some criteria. I didn't want to have to travel a long way. I didn't want to have to be out of my, um, away from my family for a very long time, because I know for me, when I'm looking at retreats, it can be a major switch off that I've got to be away from the family for two days traveling and two days on the way home before I've even gone to the retreat. I wanted this to be something that was really outdoorsy, that was quite quirky and unique, that's not necessarily like high touch glamour. This is more we're going to be comfortable sitting around the, 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 the fire pit um, in our comfies wrapped up in blankets. So I found an amazing venue, which is in Hertfordshire, that is actually only 25, 30 minutes up the road from me. We're going to kick off on um, Friday at three o'clock and we are going to go all through Saturday and then all through Sunday until four o'clock. All your meals are going to be provided and we have a specialist Ayurvedic vegan chef who is their food. It looks mind blowing. So um, I've heard amazing things about it. And we are going to be doing all sorts of amazing things. We're going to be doing some business masterminding from that place of purpose, from that place of passion. How can we reignite that or deepen that or make it feel more purposeful? Because when you feel purposeful and reconnected, you create amazing things and it feels more joyful. This is the new way that I'm looking at success. How can it feel more joyful? How can it be more purposeful? Yes, we want to make some money and that's okay. And that doesn't have to be the only focus. So we're going to be business masterminding around an amazing old um, wood table that they've made. We're going to be having outdoor dining. We're going to be staying in a really unique barn accommodation. It is shared accommodation, but we're hardly going to be in our rooms. And the the accommodation itself is pretty luxurious and quirky. Um, we are going to be nestled in the Chilton Way area, which is a heritage area of national beauty. We are going, so there's lots of places to, for you to walk or take a hike or take some spaciousness for yourself. We're going to be doing some breathwork in a beautiful converted barn that um, has a really great vibe about it. So we're going, I'm going to be leading some 
breathwork sessions that are really about who you are, what you really want, and letting go of all of the other stuff. This venue has an incredible forest spa, and it has a a really cool um, vintage looking ice bath. So I'm going to be sharing with you, you're the first ones I'm going to be doing my ice bath um, instruction with. So you are going to have the opportunity to get in an ice bath with me, a qualified instructor, um, to reset and reinvigorate yourself. The, the forest bar also has a, a, a jacuzzi um, and an outdoor jacuzzi so you can look out over the hills uh, as you're in it and it has a wood a wood burn wood burner fueled sauna which is really cool too we are going to be having a cacao ritual um using this plant um it's a type of plant medicine although it's it's quite mild and it tastes it's you know it's part of the chocolate family um and we're going to be using this to connect and the theme of the the retreat in fact the retreat is called positively connected and the theme is connection to yourself to self trust to your sense of purpose we're going to be connecting to nature because I think when we get back to nature, we remember what it's all about. It's not about the hustle and the grind. It's about living. We're going to be connecting to each other. I feel that through COVID, through working in the online space, through hiding away, we aren't connecting as deeply as we should. And I want you to come away having felt like you've really got to know the other members of the group um, to be ongoing support for each other. This is connection to your business. This is connection to your life. If you felt lost, if you felt disconnected, we're going to hug you up and we're going to make you find that again through the masterminding that we'll be doing together. We are, oh, so many things I've got planned, meditation, breathwork, visualization, journaling, um, some incredible um, NLP and timeline-based work and all sorts of very cool extras as well. So I'm just opening this just today. So if you want to get, if you want to apply to come, then please go to the link below, which is at www.annaparkernaples.com forward slash retreat. And I'm going to be um, contacting people on a first, I had a a little list on socials of people who'd already expressed interest. They're going to hear first. Then any of you who fill in that application form are going to hear about the spaces afterwards. So the date is in May. Go to the retreat page and check it out. I cannot wait. Literally, I've had a vision board that I created when I was in Necker Island uh, that was basically all about fire, outdoorsiness, um, (laughs) just being in a space with people that felt really natural and I feel like I've created this and it's it's almost on my doorstep which is amazing so to wrap up today what stories are you carrying that make you feel uncomfortable in your body or that have made you ill in your body that aren't even yours and how can you release them and let me give you a little bit of an answer breath Okay, guys, over and out. The match is about to start, so I will nip off. Um, Go follow me on TikTok, and I will see you for the next episode of Positively Influential next week. Take care.